We are I. Good morning, everybody. 4.58 a.m. on this Wednesday morning. And man, is there just, there's so many potential things to to talk about here that are just great. And uh, one of them being how there's been enough pressure on the Liberal and NDP government federally that, uh, you know, obviously everybody knows now, or if you don't live in Canada, um, all Canadian citizens can now travel domestically in Canada without needing vaccine, proof of vaccine, vaccine passports, anything along those lines. We still have to wear ridiculous masks in airports and on airplanes. And almost 7 million Canadians are still actually trapped inside Canada uh, because unvaccinated individuals aren't allowed to be able to travel to uh, internationally. But you can go across the border here in Vancouver, we could drive for an hour, be at a different airport in a different country and fly internationally and then come back home. So tell me how much sense that makes. But that's a great win. We can just focus on that. We'll just leave it there. We won't talk about the hypocrisy of like, why they have to wait till June 20th and why it couldn't be today, why it couldn't have been a week ago, what the science is now, oh, the reason why they've changed their minds, even though they're staunch advocates that the science oh, two days ago said contrary, that they have to keep these measures in place. So as we know, nothing to do with actual science has to do with political science. So We'll leave that that little tidbit alone. So if we go down that rabbit hole, I'm going to get very happy, very frustrated. It's going to be a bipolar event. Let's not go there. Number two, over the edge. So today at uh, 12 p.m., um, I am going to be going over the edge with the Boys and Girls Club. So the Boys and Girls Club of Langley, but specifically BC, specifically Canada, you know, just I... I've been a big part of this organization for a number of years now. Uh, I don't officially have anything to do with the Boys and Girls Club, but I love raising money for the Boys and Girls Club. I like taking care of the families of the Boys and Girls Club. I love doing everything I can to be able to to give to my community by way of the Boys and Girls Club. Like the Boys and Girls Club is my my pillar. I am going to die on my pillar. I'm going to stand on. You know, my hill. I am going to die on. I should say. Um, of being able to help my community. I find that that is the best way of all the avenues that I've tried um, in my day to be able to help my community. This has been the one that's only been the most gratifying. I've built the best relationships. Um, and I've really seen uh, the return out of it um, in multiple different ways. Now, what Over the Edge is, this is the second year that they've done it, is uh, the Hyatt Regency Vancouver, 36 or 38 stories high. Um, we get a rappel down it. So I'm semi-afraid of heights, looking over the edge, you know, like when you're high, you know, I'm one of those people where your legs get a little wobbly, you know, like, like fundamentally I can look over the edge, but I'm one of those people that for some reason, when you're at on top of something high, you think that you're going to fall. 
even though you're on solid ground and you know you feel like the billion's gonna fall over it's like that cartoon where you look over and then it goes and it gets like a hundred times higher and it goes and then it comes back to normal but there's just something about it and I've always been that way and when I first started flying helicopters when I was 19 years old I uh I remember being up because the helicopter that I flew is a Bell 47 G2, which is one of those ones with like a little bubble, glass bubble on the front. You know, so when you're a thousand, two thousand feet in the air, you're basically floating around in a bubble. And on top of that is when we'd be doing long lining or flying around in the summer, we'd take the doors off. So that kind of helped conquer a little bit of my fear of heights. But I realized one thing about any fears or any situation as we know, con- or like continuous um, application of that in life, like continuous um, assimilation to that in life, a- a- attaching your mind, your heart to your fears and marinating in that environment regularly allows you to be able to overcome that. But if you're not doing that, those fears come back. And I think like, especially if fear heights, is just natural to us as human beings. So I didn't fly for an a number of years, like 10, 15 years. Then I go bungee jumping. Think, oh, this is all good. This is only 100 feet off the ground. But there's a part of my mind that must have knew I was about to jump off this bridge. I walk onto the bridge and my legs collapse. I hit the deck hard. My legs wouldn't work. I had to use the handrails to be able to pull myself back up. I could barely even walk. So by the time that I got harnessed up there, like jump off in three, I launched myself off the side because if I wait till three, my legs are going to collapse again. So that's how I know that that fear is still in there. Since then, the only time that I have to correlate that to is I'm standing on the top of mountains, but I can be standing on the top of a mountain that's been there for hundreds of thousands, if not millions of years. And I can go to the edge of a perfectly solid granite surface. But I think that that surface is going to crumble underneath my feet and it's going to slide down that side. I have the hardest time going to the edge of a summit on a mountain and looking over like it's just something that my mind is not comfortable with. So it is going to be really interesting to see what it's like standing on top of this building about to go over the edge. And the best part about this is not only the experience itself, but just knowing that Um, Like our team has 13 members on it, 13 or 14 members. And we raised almost 20,000, just over $19,000 so far. Um, And our goal was only $1,000 each. So we've exceeded that. Um, On top of that, um, we were able to bring in a $5,000 sponsorship. So we're actually close to $25,000 as a team, but that $5,000 doesn't get calculated into our personal totals. And so we got all these great t-shirts made, you know, it's all the staff from the Boys and Girls Club in Langley, and it's a few supporters of the Boys and Girls Club in Langley, you know, like myself, you know, one of my best friends who owns, um, is the uh, CEO of Cadoodle TV, you know, one of the original founders of Cadoodle TV, they sponsored the event, they have staff who have flown out from Calgary to be able to come out here who've participating in the event because, you know, they are part of it. This is... This is how we achieve great things in life is when everybody sees the value in contributing 
to places that are doing good things, when when we see the value in supporting one another, when we find the value of traveling from afar to be able to get together and collectively do something in the name of you know a common goal that is good, that is wholesome. And what is that? That is the future generation. And so some of the wisest people that we've heard speak about some of the most important topics on this planet are educate your children. Raise your children right, because the children are the future generation. If we do not raise children right, if we don't raise knowledgeable children, if we don't raise children who are explorers, who are questioners, who want to be able to understand and create new things, who want to be able to create and, and you know, can join uh, communities, bring us all together. Like this is the importance. This is the reason why in some ancient cultures, women were at such at the pinnacle of the hierarchy. They were at the summit of the hierarchy because they were looked at as the educators of the future generation. They were looked at as the people who were ensuring that the tribe was successful in future generations. This is what women's roles were in relationship to children. That's why they eat first and they were protected and they stayed in the communities and the men went out. This was this was their job. This is how much we had, you know, respect for that role. You know, so when it comes down to being able to do things for a community, especially with children, and especially with children who are in a vulnerable category of life, who are in a lower socioeconomic background, when we have the opportunity to be able to take our, our kids' use clothing that's still in good shape and give it to organizations like this, when we have extra money and we can give it to organizations like this, when, when we can leverage our social networks for $50, $100, $1,000, you know, to be able to contribute to these organizations that are going to raise the next generation of human beings. They're going to further our species. And we have to look at it past ourselves. Like, are you willing to be able to not have that cup of coffee from Starbucks for a couple of weeks to be able to give an organization maybe $10 or $15 to be able to help those children? Because this is what we need. We need to be able to give opportunities because the more people that we have in our society that are doing good, the less people that are struggling in our society, which the foundation of that is helping the children of our communities, the better our communities are. So this is again my hill that I'm going to die on. You know, like this is this is where I put all my effort, my energy. This is where my mind goes. That when you know I get into a position one day where I have an abundance of extra resources that I can offer organizations like the Boys and Girls Club in my community, where I can go see the tangible results. When I can see the kids, you know, wearing the clothes. When I can see the kids eating the food. When I can see the kids using the you know technology and questioning and understanding what is going on in their lives. This is what I want to see. This is the future generation. So my question of the day is, when you look at what's important to you to ensure that we are raising good quality human beings, what do you do to help facilitate the best experience for the future generation?